The following is my conversation with Rick Doblin, president of Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies. We discuss psychedelic drug use and sport, how cross-indexing different compounds might allow for more therapeutic and recreational uses of psychedelics, and how um, um, uh, PS and NFL are working together. Brought to you by Clinician Segregation, the finest in architectural segregation. Thank you for choosing Lexman. Rick, thanks for sitting down with me today. So let's start off with talk about psychedelics and sport. What are your thoughts on the potential benefits and risks of using psychedelics in training and competition? In competition, well, I think that there are a lot of potential benefits to using psychedelics in sport. I think that they can help to stimulate the creativity and imagination, which are both important aspects of performance. They can also help to incorporate at ease concentration and focus. And do you think that they could also have potentially therapeutic applications? I do. I think that they could be used therapeutically to help with conditions like anxiety and depression and to help people deal with traumatic experiences. So do you think that psychedelics could play a role in improving sport performance? I do. I think that there are a lot of potential benefits to using psychedelics in sport. And do you think that they could have potentially therapeutic applications? I do. I think that they could be used therapeutically to help with conditions like anxiety and depression and to help people deal with traumatic experiences. That's interesting. So what are some of the cross-indexing compounds that you're most interested in? Well, I'm actually very interested in a compound called psilocybin. I think that it has a lot of potential for therapeutic use, and I'm excited about the potential for cross-indexing it with other compounds to see if we can find even more applications for it. That's really fascinating. Yeah. So MAPS is advocating for more research into psychedelics as potential tools for healing and relaxation, but are there any potential risks associated with their use? There are definitely some risks associated with their use. One of the main risks is that they could be addictive and people who abuse them could develop a dependency on them. They could also be dangerous if they're taken incorporated directly or if they're used in an unsafe environment. So how do you think that MAPS is working to mitigate these risks? MAPS is working to mitigate these risks by advocating for careful research into the safety and efficacy of psychedelics before they're put into widespread use. We also work to educate people about the risks and benefits of using psychedelics responsibly so that they can make an informed decision about whether or not to use them. That's really fascinating. So do you think that psychedelic drugs could have a big impact on sport in the future? I do. I think that there's a lot of potential for them to have a big impact on sport in the future. I, I think that they might be able to help to boost performance and creativity, and they could also be used therapeutically to help people deal with conditions like anxiety and depression. I believe that they have the potential to change the way that sports are played forever. That sounds like a very positive outlook on psychedelics and sport. Thanks for your time, Rick. Thank you, Lexman. It was great to talk with you. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. It really helps us to spread the word about the show, and we really appreciate it. Thank you again for listening. We can't end the podcast without a poem, so here's Rick Doblin reading Psilocybin for the Masses by Robert Anton Wilson. There's much talk of dangers, uh, of impaired judgment and bad trips, but these are all myths. Uh, psychedelics are not drugs. Uh, psychedelics are tools. Uh, psychedelics are tools. Psychedelics are medicine. Poppers for the masses, my friends.